where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Good evening, and just like we all thought, the Louisville Cardinals get a quad one win on the road. Welcome into your Coors Light Louisville basketball postgame show right here on 93.9 The Ville. You know how to get at us. 8150-939 is the number. The UPS Jobs text line is 3831-939. Louisville victorious, 80-71, to and what was a very, very impressive victory over a very good team. Like I said, quad one, especially on the road. Cards now are six and nine on the young season, one and three in ACC play. And once again, Louisville very impressive offensively. I'm not going to go as far as to say that on the defensive side of things, but it doesn't matter tonight. For the second consecutive game, the Louisville Cardinals hit 10 three-pointers. Against Pitt, they were 10 of 21. Tonight, against the Canes, the Cards were 10 out of 23. That's getting the job done from deep. And there's two players that also got the job done for Louisville tonight especially, and that is Mike James, who finished with 26 points, a career high. Dude could not miss from the start of the game. Five of six from three. 8 of 12 overall from the field, 5 of 6 from the foul line, also had 4 rebounds. Mike James is your Juan Gomez insurance player of the game. Uh, not to be outdone, BHH with another solid performance, 22 points, 9 rebounds for Brandon Hunley-Hatfield. Another great game. Louisville got a lift off the bench from Curtis Williams, 13 points, and three rebounds there. He also had five assists, knocked down three three-pointers. And Caleb Glenn, he's going to be your BJ Heating and Cooling Defensive Player of the Game. Call the experts you can trust at bjheatcool.com. My man came off the bench and grabbed a team second high, eight boards tonight. Very, very impressive with that young man. And then, too, I think with these injuries... You're seeing a shorter rotation, and that's better for Louisville. I mean, outside of Hersey Miller and Yovanovich, everybody who played really contributed. 
And once you don't, once you have a shorter rotation, you know who you can trust. The guys that are playing have confidence. Those guys make plays time after time. And I think you, you, you know what you have with those guys on the court. So, you know, once Trey White gets back healthy, certainly he's going to get some run. A core of four, I don't think that he's going to be ready anytime soon. I think Trey White potentially could reemerge on Saturday against NC State, who, by the way, right now is down 14 to UNC in Raleigh. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you watch this game, and I know where we are with, with the state of the program, this was a very entertaining game. I mean, back and forth, back and forth. There wasn't a whole lot of defense played. Um, you kind of got the vibe, at least I got the vibe, that the Canes came in super overconfident. Um, there was kind of a lull in their gymnasium, their arena. Uh, the fans weren't really into it that much. Um, the players didn't really seem um, overly energized. And the cards caught them slipping. So shouts out, listen, shouts out to KP, shouts out to the team. They earned this victory, and I'm happy for them. And listen, you know, we're, we can be critical um, in the losses, but we can celebrate the wins, and I'm happy that we get to do that tonight. 80-71, to 71, Louisville gets their first win in ACC play, their first quad one win um, in the KP era, too. Um, so, yeah, man, this is, this is, this is unexpected. This is fun. Again, if you watch this game, man, I'm telling you, uh, there was a lot to be happy about. There was a lot to cheer on, and I'm glad that we got to experience this. Let's open up the phone lines. 8150-939 is the number. Harold's going to lead things off in the Coors Light Louisville basketball postgame show. What's up, Harold? Yes. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy that we're celebrating a win. I'm so happy that that's what we get to talk about. It feels so good. And the way that this team went about winning, you know, I think you sort of hit it it on the head. This team won that game. They weren't handed that game, you know. Uh, I mean, regardless, that's – I think a team that is the type of team that will continue to lose games, even when a team is asleep on you, they still beat you. And the fact that this team didn't allow that to happen, I like that. I like that a lot. I like that, you know, Mike James was hot last game and we came back to him. Who? I like I like the Mike way James. exactly. I like the the fact that the the ball was moving around and it, it wasn't sticking. Mm-hmm. I like that we had active hands and got deflections that they look like a competent ball squad. They look like a D1 basketball squad, and they execute. And obviously, you know, when your shots are going in, it, it, it changes a lot of things. But the fact that, you know, you, you had a Caleb Glenn getting two points but eight rebounds. Yes. This team has known ever since, ever since, you know, we, we, um, we lost uh, – ever since we lost trainer, that everybody else was going to have to pick that up. You know, we play. We she had to play some small ball, and we got rebounds from everybody. And those are the types of things that that carry weight. Like, hey, I expect us to win. We're Louisville, but I know we're not going to win every game. But it's one thing to go out there 
and looking competent while losing. And it's another thing to go out there and fight and actually have a team beat you versus you beating yourself. And when you're going out and, you know, teams are beating you versus you beating yourself, well, guess what? You're going to be able to beat some teams too. And tonight they beat a team. You know, for me, it's, it's one game. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be excited for this one game. It doesn't sure. mean anything more or anything less other than for one game I get to celebrate. I get to celebrate until I have a reason not to celebrate again. So let's go, Carl. And Harold, yes, man. Thanks for, the, thanks for the phone call, man. Yeah, this isn't a win over New Mexico State where you got lucky and you came back at the last second. This wasn't an, uh, a win like you got an ugly win over Bellarmine. You know what I mean? This is not one of those wins where you can like, oh, you can pick it apart, UMBC. Uh, no. Miami is a tournament team. You beat them at their place, and you looked impressive doing it. You you took several punches from them, but you counterpunched. You shot 49% from the field, 28 of 57. Shot 43% from three. And 88% from the foul line, 14 of 16 on the road. Props to the cards for getting that done. On the other hand, the Canes shot just 39% from the field, 26 of 67, 32% from three. And you, you saw, especially there in the last six or seven minutes, the pressure start to impact the Canes. Louisville, for once, was the aggressor. Louisville was the was the squad making plays down the stretch. We have not seen that, but we saw that tonight. You saw Miami; they were the team shooting four shots. Louisville was the team taking it to them. And I mentioned this on Twitter. A couple a couple other folks did as well. But that sequence where you had Mike James with that impressive take to the basket. Miami, again, got caught slipping with the a lazy inbounds pass. Scott Clark steals it, gives it to James. James, you know, backs up to the three-point line, defenders on him, kicks it over to Sky Clark on the wing, bang, three-pointer. Let's go. That's Louisville basketball. That snippet right there, that 10-second snippet is Louisville basketball and that's when you kind of thought to yourself, you know what? This team's going to win tonight. When you make plays like that, they were the aggressor. They took the counter punches, and they made plays when it mattered most. Louisville, with the impressive victory, not only that, but a 9-0 run over the last two minutes and 17 seconds to close it out on the road against the tournament team. It bears repeating. This is not a win against UMBC. This is not a win against New Mexico State. This is not a win against Pepperdine. This is a win on the road against an NCAA tournament team, and we get to celebrate that tonight. Loyal Lawrence, you're up next on the Coors Light Louisville Basketball Postgame Show. What's up, boss? What up, Ethan, man? Ethan, yes, guess, sir. How much, guess how much Louisville was an underdog tonight in this game? 16 17-point. Oh, 17. Wow, okay. And how, how many you, how many gamblers do you think picked Miami to win this game, too? I know they got to be mad, mad, really mad right now because Miami kind of did not show up and Louisville did. And I need Kelly Jeskicki to look up 
The last time you had a Louisville player had back-to-back games with five three-pointers. Ooh, it might, that, nice. it, that may be that may be the one we the last person who did that. Yeah. Or um, maybe who knows, Ryan McMahon. Like, I mean, I don't know. Somewhere you know, somewhat somewhat recent, perhaps McMahon. That's a great stat, man. Um, Kelly, if you're listening. Uh, I know he's a loyal listener of the postgame show. Uh, hit us up. Let us know that. That's a great question, Lawrence, and a cool stat to fit, to figure out. The thing I like the thing I like today is they actually got back on defense. On transition defense, they actually got back. Mike James had two big defensive plays tonight. The block shot and that little and that little turnover when Miami's trying to get um went into in the game. Because mm-hmm. if, if my games don't force that turnover, then you got 75, 74. And the thing, thing I also love that Brandon Humley Hatfield dominated the paint. Because what I say all the time, Ethan, you got to dominate the paint, get to the line, rebound, play great defense. Now, the rebound tonight, I was. I was not happy that they gave Miami so many second chance rebounds, but it did not hurt them tonight. And I hate the fact that they let Cleveland duck over them. Let that boy Cleveland duck over them. I, hey, what can you do? Right. But the way yeah. they handled handled versus for this whole game, and the way Kenny handled it too. You, hey, you gotta give him credit. You gotta give Kenny Absolutely. Payne credit. I know right now, right now the whole thing. Kenny Payne and some of the fan base is not getting along right now, but you gotta give him credit tonight. He out coached yep. a Final Four coach tonight, and he got his boy, he got his guys to play hard tonight, and he got his boy to actually show up tonight and not give up tonight. So you gotta give Kenny Payne that type of credit, and he gets his flowers tonight. He got, yep. and he got an opportunity now to go on a mini run with wins because I'm looking. I'm, like I said, I've been watching the North Carolina and North Carolina State game. And North Carolina State is big beef on Saturday. Now let's keep it going, and I can't wait for Saturday. I ain't gonna be able to watch the game. I got to listen to the radio because I'm being at work, and okay. I can't get CW on my phone. So, so let's get let's go. Let's go, Lawrence. Thanks for the phone call, man. Yes, yeah, speaking of Louisville's next opponent, NC State, they were about to fall to eleven and four. Currently, uh, UNC leads 67-52 with about 30 seconds to go there. So, uh, Louisville's next opponent will fall to 11-4 and 3-1 and in ACC play. Let's go back to the phone lines on the Coors Light Louisville basketball postgame show. Steve is up next. What's going on, buddy? Hey, man, thanks for letting me in. Um, you know, look, man, I've been throwing dirt on KP for well over a month now. I, I pretty much gave up on these guys after Wesleyan. I don't know that a whole lot's changed, but I will say this. He has more than enough right to fight for his job. And the players, if they want to buy in and they want to play hard and get after it like they did tonight, you know what I mean? How can you fault it? Ultimately, I'm a fan. I'm never going to run away from a win, and I'm never going to be discouraged by a win. And, you know, this is the fight. I mean, this is what we want to see. Win or lose. I mean, of course, yes. it, the, the losses have stacked up, so he's behind the eight ball. But he's, he he can come out swinging. I, I love it. You know, come out. Um, and it was just great to see, and it's it's awesome. You know, I, I was wore out watching the game. You know, like, <laughs> like and that like hadn't happened. Times. In a, yes. Yeah, exactly. It hadn't happened in a long time. 
and and I don't don't I'm not going to let anybody discredit it, you know. And I'm like I said, I'm somebody that's been out on them for a while, but you know that's a legitimate coach with a bunch of legitimate players in their place that they haven't lost a lot at over the last couple of seasons. So, uh, you know, now show that it wasn't a fluke, uh, and and keep keep working, keep fighting. If you want this gig, man, fight for it. Swing on us, you know, every chance you get, and 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 keep it rolling. And just one last thing, man. I go to these games, and I've been going, and I've been miserable. I've talked about it. it's like it's like a job clocking in to go to. Uh, you know, kind of kind of let it pay off for these guys. You know, uh, if you got a chance to get out there this weekend, go, show up. Uh, you know, it's not going to change anything. Show up for them. Show them. Show them that, that if you win, we'll we'll come. You know, so I encourage people to get out there. So appreciate the line, man. It's awesome. Have fun tonight. Thanks. Yeah, man. Thanks, Steve. Eighty-one or eighty to seventy-one cards win. Uh, I love saying that uh, on your Coors Light Louisville basketball postgame show. And, and this is this is another thing. You know, Steve mentioned it as well. Um, Harold, uh, you know, the first caller. You know. The, the fact that Louisville won this game, you know what I mean? This was not a win where you could be like, oh, yeah, but no. <laughs> Miami is a tournament team, and this game, like, it was a it was a, a high-quality, entertaining game. Again, uh, lacked on the defensive side, but again, if you were a casual fan watching this game, you were entertained. It was back and forth. I mean, Miami looked like they were going to, to take charge when they were up seven and up eight. But Louisville, credit to them, battled back, made big-time shots and big-time moments, had some had some good defensive plays, like Lawrence mentioned with the block, you know, that steal, that little segment there, that five-point spurt in about ten seconds. That is why, you know, we're fans. And I was – um, I had my my daughters with me and my wife that they were you know half watching and stuff and, and my daughters were looking up and they were saying, "Are we gonna win?" And I'm like, "It looks like it." And and that was you know was the, the the common theme you know mentioned on LSL and the post game shows before is it's like th- this is what we're talking about like I want to be able to experience wins with with my kids like I know our listeners do when they have younger kids as well. And I and I told my daughter, I said, listen, this is what we're used to. You know, the cars going in uh, to opponents' arenas and busting them. This is what we're accustomed to. That's why, you know, dad gets so frustrated or dad's just like kind of, um, you know, stares off into space when these, when these games are on because, you know, we, we've lost our, our, you know, our passion over the last few years. But you know, I was quick to, to educate my kids on what Louisville basketball is, and this was a lot closer um, of that result that we've been accustomed to, whether it's Conference USA, the Metro, you know, the Big East, the American for that one-year pit stop, or the ACC. This is the Louisville basketball results that that we're accustomed to. So, um, so yeah, so let's let's do this. Um, Let's go back to the phone lines. I believe Brian, we have Kevin. He is up next on the little, on the course I love a basketball post game show. What's up, Kevin? What's up, man? Good to talk to you on a 
on a good note for a change. Yes. But uh, I like uh, the thing about what was impressive about that is once we once those injuries started coming in, even I was losing faith, you know, and just to see them adapt and 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 make what they got work, you know, with Dano playing and uh, starting. and But I thought something that was key that, it, you know, it could have went either way if we would have lost. It would have been like, you know, why didn't you play Tyler more? But I was telling my buddy <clears throat> that I don't really think Tyler's played good since J.J. went out when he started starting. I, I mean, everybody can't start. And I think he's better off the bench. But even off the bench – he didn't really play a lot like he normally would, but it didn't really hurt us because Curtis was giving us good uh, good minutes, mm-hmm. and he's finally given us what we saw a glimpse of in the it was either red white game or the first game when he was just just shooting because he, he he's a shooter he's a bucket so if he get if Curtis gets his confidence where he's ready to just launch and we got another you know, dependable shooter on the wing, that's going to help help the team. Uh, I just hope that we can get, you know, a core forward back soon so we can give Hatfield a little bit more of a, a break because I was, I've been, you know, the last couple of games I've been noticing, if you look at these games, you know, uh, objectively, a lot of those threes and things that we were giving up Saturday, it was because of him. He's he's tired so when he goes up and hedges he stays up there and it throws everything off uh and that leaves somebody open because somebody's got to cover his man but but overall i think they did a a good job rotating and covering up and uh i'm I'm just glad to see that you can tell that they have worked on some things and and it kind of makes sense what they're trying to do because it you know they they show flashes that it can work if they do if they execute like what they've been practicing Absolutely, yeah, Kevin. And then too, I, I thought the rotations were were were, were really solid. I, I thought that, um, to your point about Tyler, I, I I agree with you. I don't think he's played the best. But then when you have you know Curtis coming into his own, he played with some confidence. He's got that quick release, um, mm-hmm. and he's giving you valuable minutes off the bench. Well, then you have other offensive weapons. Now I don't think anybody can get after defensively like Tyler can from you know a half no. perspective. But still. I like the way that the the KP used um, his his substitution patterns. I thought it flowed well. And to your point, yeah, BHH was tired, but I mean, you know, he was putting in work in the paint. So you know, I gotta give him his due there. He was tired, but I mean, yeah, this was this was a very impressive win. This uh, there's a, there was a lot to to be happy about and a lot to celebrate, man. Appreciate the phone call. Yeah. Uh-huh. 8150-939 is the number if you want to get at us there. Your landing paints, points in the paint. BHH, man, he had it all. 22 points, nine rebounds. That is your landing paints, points in the paint. And something that Coach Payne said in the Kenny Payne press conference presented by UofL Health, making the impossible possible, that is the power of you. He was talking about a lot of the things that, that we discussed in frustration. Now that you have done this against a quality opponent, especially on the road, he can't back down. He said he can't allow his players, like he has to expect this. This is the expectation going forward. This is the standard that this team has shown. And this is, too, why it is frustrating when if you have a, you know, a shorthanded team, 
you're without J.J. Trainer and Trey White, and then you beat an NCAA tournament team on the road, and you earn that victory. There was no fluky things happening in this game. Louisville simply made more plays than Miami did. Then how do you lose to, you know, Chattanooga and to Paul, et cetera? You know what I mean? Like, that's the frustrating part of this is that you've seen that we have talent on this team. There's no doubt about it. And you had two guys really ball out. You had, again, your freshman players starting to emerge. And Tyler Johnson uh, was was solid today. Eight points, a couple of rebounds, a couple assists. But then you have Curtis Williams. He was four of 12 from the field, three of nine from three, but did have five assists in addition to three rebounds. So, you know, you're getting these guys, these young kids, you know, more run. You can tell that they're playing with more confidence, but still, there's still a lot to work on, especially defensively, especially um, not necessarily in, in the half court, but three-point defense and transition defense. I thought that there was a lot um, out there left to be desired. Uh, you know, Miami is a team that shoots 30-something threes per game, but a lot of them were open, um, and that's been that's been the M.O. defensively on the perimeter as well for Louisville. But still, when you have when you have your opponent missing a little more threes than they're accustomed to, but on the other side you're making well over 40% of them, then, then that can be an equalizer. When you're shooting 88% from the foul line and your opponent at home is shooting just 53, that is that, is that door open for you to take advantage of that to get a win. 8150-939 is the number. David is up next on the Coorsight Louisville Basketball Post Game Show. What's up, David? I can't remember the last time I was this giddy about a Louisville basketball performance. I'm I'm 60 years young, lived through the glory days, and I'll tell you, uh, you know, it, it when you see it all kind of come together, and and I've been a naysayer, I've been. Uh, just I've been a doubting Thomas that I just can't believe that these kids get beat by such lesser foes. And then to come out here tonight and it seemed like everything Miami threw up in the first half went in. And we just, you know, every time we would cut, we'd get down, we'd come back, we played, you know, and they played tighter than glue defense on us in the second half. These kids didn't give up. They fought. They did something that uh, I, I believe the TV people said that Miami won 25 out of 26 games at home, and that, that's not an easy place to play. And the last thing I want to mention was the uh, Seth Greenberg. We had a really nice commercial about Louisville basketball and its history and people that were put into the pros and the – you know, we, we need nights like this to remind people of what this program was and where it can get back to. So, love the show, guys. That's what I wanted to interject. I'm a happy Cardinal. All right, David. So, so are we, man. Yeah, and that's and, and, and make no mistake, this program will be back. This program will be back. And it, this was just a glimpse of that. And uh, to David's point about that, I, I did uh, – take umbrage uh, that they didn't recognize or they specified that the 2013 championship was vacated. Just throw that up there. Louisville won. 
you want you want to put the asterisk up there that put two, 2013 next to 1980 and 1986. I didn't like that part of it. But yes, and the fact that David's calling in and saying he hasn't been this giddy since, that's more evidence uh, as to why this program will be back. Again, the TBT over the summertime. If you went out to Freedom Hall and watched those games, the passion is here. It's been dormant, but the passion is here. So, you know, and when this program gets back, and it will, uh, we're going to be able to bask in that. Make no mistake about it. 8150-939 is the number. Mike is up next on the program. Hey, Mike. What's up, Ethan, my brother? Uh, I'm really happy for my team, you know, I've been a, I've been on Kenny, you know, saying fire him and all that, but that was the best game Kenny coached ever, and I thought he called the timeouts right when he needed to. He he set up the plays, we ran them even when we didn't run them, right? We didn't we didn't you know make a mistake and put our head down mm-hmm. and point fingers. Our guys were, you know, encouraging each other and and fighting, and that's all good. But, man, Road Warriors is a good thing. You went on the road, it's good. It makes you grow up. And I'm so happy for Curtis. I want him to start just nailing them, man, because he's got such a beautiful jump shot. And if he gets that confidence, if he gets that confidence – he can he can score. He can go out and score thirty on somebody quick. And you know, I've been a critic of Mike James. I I put it on Twitter that he's been the worst defensive player we ever had. Well he made a couple of good plays tonight and on defense. And he needs to start doing Mike, if you're listening or anybody that knows you, brother, you need to start scoring and once. Score and get the free throw. But that was the best game we played a long time. I'm happy for my team because, you know, I'm I'm going to be Louisville all my life. And I'm I'm happy for Kenny. And, and I gave him a lot of crap. But tonight he looked like a coach, and he did things a, coach, a good coach does. And I give him props. So peace out, brothers. All right, man. I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, it, and this is this is what we do. This is how we react. When when the cards do well, we're gonna give them their props. We're gonna give them their flowers. Like tonight, they balled out. They made plays. They won in a in an arena that you know the last twenty six games Miami's twenty five and one. Well, you know what? After twenty seven, they're twenty five and two. And one of those one of those two losses is to the Louisville Cardinals. And again, that's that's just this game tonight. This is this feels like the Louisville basketball that we all know and love. Um, now, again, will this continue? Who knows? But tonight, we can celebrate it. We can dissect the game. We can talk about big plays being made. And, and this is this is what we all want us to get back to. Make no mistake about that. Marcus, thanks for holding, man. You're up next on the Courtside Louisville Basketball Post Game Show. What's going on, boss? Ethan, great to talk to you again, man. Man, I I just wanted to say, like, bro, this is probably the most alive that I felt for a Louisville basketball game in like three years since, yes. since the COVID year, man. I mean, this is probably the biggest win since since then. 
Uh, I mean, just just a few things I want to touch on. I mean, man, how do I how do I say this? Like this team totaled itself tonight, and mm-hmm. I, you know, we have the personnel to win. It, it was never about the personnel, you know. I, I knew going into this game, I, was, I, I knew that it was going to be a tough game. But, I, I mean, you remember last year when we played Miami, we played them pretty tough as well. You know, I, I, I like the matchup for us. And, you know, I, I just love how, you know, Mike James, he set the tone early. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and the rest, you know, everybody else got going later. And I just want to say, like, man, Caleb Glenn, I, I, he, there's so much Dwayne Sutton in him, bro. I just yes. love, the you know, the fight that he brings. He just brings a different kind of energy on the court, man. I feel like the rest of the team feeds off of that. And, and like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm just going to take tonight with a grain of salt. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped about this, right? I don't know how the rest of the season is going to go, but I'll say this. If we can play like that on a consistent basis, I can get behind this team. I can get behind that. You know, I just think that this fan base, all we want to see is, you know, is we want to have something to, you know what I'm saying? We like to rally game, around, we yes. want to know that like yeah, we wanna we wanna know, okay, you know what, maybe we came up short in this game, but you know what those guys they played hard, you know. And I I'm not I'm not gonna be that guy, but looking at the schedule now, man, I mean outside of Carolina and and Duke who look like they're gonna run away with the ACC, there I mean the rest of the teams on the schedule, we can beat just about any of those teams. So now we you know, we built building on this there's no excuse to go back to, you know, to go back to what you just went to. I just, and there's one more thing I wanted to say, and I just hate that we nuked, you know, basically nuked the season early on, losing those yep. to those crappy teams. But, man, I'm just saying, we, we keep up that momentum, bro. We, we, we play with that tenacity. I don't, you know, I don't know how the season's going to go the rest of the way, but I can get behind that, man. So that's all I wanted to say. You take it easy, man. Thankful we got the dub tonight. We really needed that, man. Go Cards. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Marcus, great call, man. Yeah. I mean, th- that's why when people say, and it's not like people in Card Nation. It's just like others. Like, oh, Louisville basketball's dead. The program will never be the same. No. Mm-mm. Tonight is a big shot in the arm. Um, it's a trip down memory lane, if you will, that this team, this program, can be back and so you know like like marcus said this is it's a big if you know consistency's been the big been the big issue but i like where everybody is tonight man like let's just soak this up let's enjoy a win you know what i mean like there's a lot that there's a lot to be happy about there's a lot to dissect in this game about again cards took a punch they were able to counter and you know, on the road against the, against an NCAA tournament team, so we and we haven't been able to, to celebrate very many wins, um, but we can tonight. That's for sure. Bill is up next on the program. What's going on, Bill? Hey, I kind of I kind of see what you're doing here. Um, you know, it's like gauging the fan feedback. It's like, yeah, UFL will be back. Yeah, we will be back, but it's not going to be with Kenny Payne. Are we just going to erase all the call-in shows and say, okay, we're just waiting for a new coach who's going to lead this team? It's great that the fans are in support and they're they're feeling giddy and all this stuff, 
but the man has got to go. Okay, there's no getting around that. I don't, I don't, I don't care if, if you're going to tell me that you feel so good that you think there's a chance we can bring them back. You're out of your mind. So good win, great, happy for him. Fire Kenny Payne. Have a great night. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's not unreasonable. I mean, you look at the, you look at the entire body of work. We're still sitting at ten and thirty-seven, right? We're still at. At you know on you know the first row win you're one in twenty on the road slash neutral sites, and you know and in ACC play you're three and twenty two. So yeah, I mean, I think it's okay to be happy about this game, about the outcome, and still feel that you need a coaching change. Like both of those things are true. Both of those things are relevant to this situation. But I, I think when you only have 10 wins over the last two years, you don't get a lot of chances to kind of really bask in a good win. And you beat Clemson last year, but they didn't even make the tournament. So this is far and away the best win of the season, the best win of the KP era. And, again, you could be happy and celebrate tonight and still feel that there needs to be a coaching change. I mean, again, the record is what it is, 10-37. and 37. But tonight, it's just it's at least – we have a brief respite of the same old, same old. We can kind of talk about a win, talk about a game, and stuff like that because we haven't been able to do that very often. Dennis, you're up next on the program. What's going on, man? Dennis, you there? Hey, Darren, you hear me? Darren, what's going on, man? Yes, sir. Black and red. Oh, red. What's up? What's going on? You, you... No, but you beat me to the punch. I uh, I heard the name Dennis. I kind of sat there for a minute. Well, maybe it's uh, maybe I'm up. <laughs> uh, you know that that last caller. I, I I get it. You know I understand how he feels. You know I kind of still feel that way myself. But I I think the point he's missing it it is tonight. Not necessarily about. Kenny Payne. It, it's about the University of Louisville. It's about our fanhood. You know, even if it's just for one night, it changes the narrative. You know, for four or five hours or whatever. Just yeah, just to come off the negative crap that we all talked about and everything. You know, it's just just for a couple hours. Just let us enjoy this sugar high, so to speak. You know, that's yeah. that's all we're saying, dude. But you know. Philosophically, you know, he's not wrong about the Kenny Payne thing. I mean, I still basically feel the same way, but I'm not going to show it tonight because it's about that name across the jersey, Louisville. Mm -hmm. That's what what it's all about. That's kind of what we're celebrating. It's a good good game. And uh, to admit, uh, Ethan, that uh, I missed all my predictions. I really didn't think this team would win another game. This year, but uh, my doggies are here. Uh, we're all in the same boat there, man. <laughs> absolutely, the boat there. but uh, but I, I was happy to finally see the guards looking and getting the ball to uh, Hatfield tonight. That was good to see because he worked in high end off. I did hear Paul Rogers say after he interviewed uh, Hatfield, you know, he had uh, ice on his knees, so uh, working hard and all that kind of thing. So I, I was glad he. Uh, got his uh, 22 points and uh, nine rebounds. That was good to see. But uh, but I'll, I'll shut up and get off here. You know, I quit rambling. But 
anyway, uh, go card, black and red till I'm dead, and uh, just going to enjoy this for a couple hours. And, hey, a victory's a victory because when they go back and look in the history book, they'll see a win. They won't see, oh, Kenny Payne, you know. Let's just enjoy this just as Louisville fans, if nothing else, man. As always, Ethan, go card, man. That's what's up. Thanks, Darren, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, um, you know, if if we, we always appreciate our our listeners and, and you know, like the mo and and what goes on after these games. So many times, it's nice, it's refreshing to to not um, have that same whole you know vibe that you have. It's it's nice to kind of change it up a little bit. Um, it's fun to talk about a win. It's fun to talk about you know what Louisville basketball can feel like again. And still at the same time, have your reservations about the coach. Both things can happen. But tonight, um, it's fun to talk about a win, and it's fun to give the team their props uh, because they deserve them. I love seeing the kids smile. I love seeing the kids engaged. I love seeing them have fun. And most importantly, too, you love seeing them get the dub. So um, it's it was a good night for Louisville basketball this evening, no doubt about that. Now, Dennis. You're up next on the Corsair Louisville Basketball Post Game Show. Hey, buddy. hey, man. Thanks a lot. Um, I was born in 1969, which is actually 11 years old, when Louisville won the championship in 80. My mother <laughs> took me and my brother, who was 14 at the time, out, dropped us off at Freedom Hall to go watch the celebration. Can't do that shit. These, oh, can't do that these days. Um. Obviously watched 86, KP win that, watched 2013. I tweeted out early, just win, man. Mm-hmm. Just win. I watched more Louisville men's basketball tonight than I had in the last year and a half because it was competitive. Win or lose, it was competitive. I saw some effort. saw BHH getting it, you know, working. You know, Mike James, saw these dudes working. That's what I want, man. Just give me some effort. Give me some hard work and effort. I'll take a loss here and there. But tonight was the most fun I've had watching a little basketball game in, in two seasons. Men's basketball. Women's basketball is pretty solid. So I like that yeah. too. <clears throat> but uh, who knows what happens down the road. I think we just kind of all know what's going to happen down the road. Um, but I'm going to bask in, in a W tonight because they don't come very often. So go cards. And uh, LSL rocks. Thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate it, Dennis. Yeah, man. Um, I think that's I think that's the plan of of action this evening is to to bask in this win, um, to celebrate um, a, a, a nice victory because we, they've been too far and in, in, in between. You know what I mean? But now, not that's not the case right now. And um, let, let's celebrate it. Louisville plays. Again, uh, on Saturday at noon against NC State, the Pack dropped um, their game at home against number seven UNC earlier this evening. Uh, of course, Kevin Keats, former Rick Pitino assistant here at Louisville um, and on the national championship team 2013, the 2012 Final Four team. He'll be back uh, at the Yum Center. So, yeah, I mean, again, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen the rest of the way? Um you know, we were talking about setting the over-under number on LSL for ACC wins at three and a half. Uh, we sent the poll out. 82% said under, which, again, like, based on what we've seen, you would you would more often than not go with the under. 
Uh, but then you saw you saw a little glimpse tonight, and that doesn't mean everything's going to change um, instantly like that. But it is nice again just to change things up um, from from the same old, same old. And it's nice to talk about wins. Of course, so Louisville was victorious tonight, 80 to 71 over Miami. Louisville is now six and nine overall, one and three in the ACC. Miami falls to 11 and four and two and two in ACC play. Uh, let's now move on to the UPS Jobs Top 25 scoreboard. Shift your future at UPS Jobs. Apply today at upsjobs.com. This was, um, there must have been something in the water tonight, ladies and gentlemen, because we have a boatload of upsets uh, this evening. I'll give you some scores going on from games still ongoing or have gone final uh, once I refresh here, some upsets. Virginia Tech beats number 21 Clemson in Blacksburg, 87-72. Mississippi State beats number 5 Tennessee, 77-72. And perhaps uh, one of the biggest upsets of the season, UCF. UCF beats Kansas in Orlando, 65-60. to So... Uh, again, a lot of, of a lot of upsets tonight. I'm gonna get um, get my scoreboard my scoreboard tracker here updated and refresh and give you some more scores here in a moment. But yeah, this 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 is what makes college basketball so fun. This the upsets, the unexpected wins. And again, you want you want Louisville to be on the winning side of this a lot more often than not. But like tonight shows you, um, you know. Those cliches, anything can happen. Well, tonight, any, just about everything was happening. So, um, you know, we have a lot of upsets now. The defending national champion, number four, UConn, is playing in Cincinnati against Xavier. Right now, the Huskies lead 76-65. Butler is beating number 11, Marquette, 49-42, to with about 12 minutes to go in that one. Number nine, Oklahoma is down 5, 55 to 50 to TCU. And the other top 25 scores have already gone final that I told you about with all of those upsets. So, uh, again, I think certainly Louisville uh, probably points, point spread-wise, was the biggest upset winner of the night. Um, you know, you first checked this morning, it was 15 and a half. Some books had it at 16. Lawrence said he got it at 17. And, you know, Louisville, I, when the game goes off, it's a 17-point dog on the road. They got the big-time win. So, certainly, again, worthy of praise and worthy of celebrating. Um, here are your finals from ACC action. Already said a couple of them. We're going to say the one that we're talking about tonight. Louisville victorious 80-71 to over Miami. Again, Virginia Tech upsets number 21. Clemson 87-72. UNC number seven goes on the road to Raleigh, beats Louisville's next opponent, NC State, 67-54. And BC and Syracuse are in a tight one in the JMA Wireless Dome. We all know it as the Carrier Dome. Uh, the Orange with a one-point lead there, 49-48. Uh, to 48. Your updated ACC standings brought to you by Kelly, the employment solution experts. Vis visit kellyjobs.com. 
uh, some moving and shaking going on in the ACC. It's nice to see Louisville not dead last anymore. UNC um, is the only undefeated team in the conference uh, with their win over NC State this evening. They are 4-0 in league play. Duke and Wake Forest, NC State, and Florida State, surprisingly, are all 3-1. Florida State, who got off to an awful start, is, of course, now 3-1 in the ACC play and winners of five of their last six games. Miami, Virginia, Virginia Tech are all 2-2 two two on the season. Notre Dame is 2-3. BC and Syracuse are 1-2 on the season. Clemson, Georgia Tech, and Louisville are all 1-3. And, and Pitt is 1-4 and, and in last place right now in the ACC. Let's go back to the phone lines. 8150-939 is the number. Chris is up next on the program. Hey, Chris. Hey, Ethan. Just wanted to give a shout-out to the players. Uh, thrilled that they haven't given up. The locker room appears to be together. And wanted to give Coach Kenny Payne uh, props because despite all the haters out there and there is justification for being dissatisfied, but look, unless something drastic happens, let's get behind the players and the coaching staff until the end of the year, see what happens, and then make a decision. All these people I called in after the loss to UK was the last caller of the evening. All these people saying the band shouldn't keep his job to the first of the year, that's certainly their right to that opinion. But objectively, and again, you didn't like it the night I called in, objectively, with the talent, especially with the injuries and the players that we've lost, if we get to the tournament this year, great. But the, the bar should be... 12 to 15 wins based upon the reality as it sits today. Not what we wish it were, but what it is. If we can get in and make some noise in the ACC tournament, great. But I just ask for the true Cardinal fans, and I've been a Cardinal fan for 50 years, let's get through the season and then evaluate the progress or lack thereof. Go Cards. All right, man. Chris, thanks for the phone call, dude. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, if if this team, you know, gives effort like that, win or lose, then I don't think um, Kenny Payne, they'll move on from Kenny Payne during the season. Um, you know, I think you can certainly make the argument that um, since he, they didn't move on from him after the Kentucky game uh, in December, that he's probably going to stay throughout the rest of the year regardless anyway. Uh, but you, you turn in more performances like that where the, where the players are battling, then – then you do ride the season out with him. Um, so, yeah. So I, And I think, too, if you play this way, you will have Cardination, more of Cardination, like, you know what, I'm going to watch this game. You know what, I'm going to go out to the game. Um, but that has to be sustained, And but this is a great starting point. There's no doubt about that. As the cars are victorious, 80-71 to 71 over Miami. But let's talk to Ross up next. Go cars, go Krogering. What's going on, buddy? What's up, Ethan? I mean, is it not uh, a lot more fun to do these games when there's a win? <laughs> it, it is, and I, I don't, I don't know what to do with my hands. Like if this was weird, yeah. but I like it. It's fun. Hey, just just hold the microphone two handed. I mean, that's all you gotta do, bro. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
you know, it, it sounds like a lot of guys really uh, played hard tonight. Um, shout out to Caleb Glenn, uh, Louisville's yes. own. Um, eight eight rebounds tonight. Played hard. Um, Huntley Hatfield almost had that uh, that double double. I think. Um, you had Mike James just going unconscious at the beginning of the game. Um, the team as a whole going thirteen to fourteen uh, from the free throw line. Um, you know, there's there were there were a lot of positives today, and I think they they made what ten eleven uh, three pointers. Uh, in 10, the game again, back to back, they they've hit 23s the last two games. Yeah, I mean that's that's something that's been killing this team. I mean, honestly, they just haven't been able to shoot their way into games. And then when you turn the ball over as much as they do, I mean, it's it's kind of you know it's hard to win games that way. So uh, and play play from behind that way. But um, you know, hats off to them. They they did not. Uh, they did not slip and falter in the last five and a half minutes of that game. And, and honestly, Miami actually tightened up. They were taking a lot of sure. shots early in the shot clock. Um, I, you know, they, they just they, – they played tight to end that game. And uh, they looked like they, they, they buckled under the pressure. And we made shots. We got to the line uh, when we needed to. made the free throws when, when they were crucial. Extended the, the, you know, the possessions uh, that we were up at the end of the game. I mean, they just did a lot of things right. So, and that's, you know, it was nice to see. Um, so, you know, I ain't, ain't going to hate on it. But, uh, you know, as I put on, uh, as I put on Twitter, <laughs> you know, public's open. So, I I guess it's uh, go cards, go Publixen. Uh, go cards, man. Like, like it, man. <laughs> like it, man. And prayers up for for you and, and your sister and, and your family, man. Uh, we're, we're thinking about you still. I uh, appreciate that from Ross. Um, and, you know, I'll tell you what, man. These, these shows are fun after a win. I hope to experience more of them. Um, but, again, I, I think it's certainly – it's certainly something to, to celebrate. It's it's something to – I like the, the fact that we're able to kind of talk about specific plays in a game. Um, and as always, man, I appreciate everybody interacting with us tonight. Um, and we get to kind of all bask in, bask in, in a win. It's awesome. So, uh, of course, Louisville plays again Saturday at noon um, against NC State. And you know the the schedule gets tougher. You got you got Duke, you have Wake Forest um, on the road. You have Duke's at home, Wake's on the road, UNC's on the road. So you you have a lot more games. You got Virginia uh, coming to the Yum Center, and then you're at Clemson. So this is certainly a very daunting schedule that's ahead of us. But you know w- when you when you play this well, when you play this hard. Um, you can at least draw fans back in to a degree. Um, I, you know, just if, if you wanted a, a great sample size, just listen to the callers. Like, I was excited. I was giddy. I watched the entire game. And, and that's, that's progress. That, that is progress. And so um, we always appreciate that. Quick programming note as we wrap up tonight. Taylor will have you for the Coors Light Louisville basketball postgame show on Saturday, um, roughly 2.50 or so. Um, and hopefully he has you talking about the Cards win over the pack. I know uh, with State taking a, uh, a thorough beating at home, they're going to be ready to go. 
Um, and they've had a solid season so far. Again, 11-4 and four for NC State as they come to town uh, in the Yum Center. Uh, that will do it for us tonight. Uh, I'm Ethan Moore, Brian Meeser back at the studio um, holding it down for us. If you missed any portion of the Louisville Basketball Postgame Show, it will be podcasted here shortly, and we can relive this. And let's do this again. Let's do this again when we're talking about wins, when we're talking about um, uh, what it's like to, to, to be positive and have great things to discuss. This is what we want more of. Now, again, I think it's important to um, compartmentalize, you know, Louisville playing well and KP's job status. We, we, we've talked about that ad nauseum. Um, and it's also, too, it's, it's good just to focus on this evening. It's good to focus on this win. Um, nothing is going to change the trajectory of the program. So we can talk about two of those, those things at the same time while still celebrating the good things. And that is what we did tonight. So very, uh, very excited about Louisville getting that victory. It was a very nice win. The cars played well, and they earned it, and they deserved it, and that's something that we can take away from in a season that's been, um, you know, a lot of negatives. We can pull a positive tonight, and we did just that as the Cards win 80-71. to 71. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a great Wednesday evening and a better Thursday. And until next time, go Cards! Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers.